Hey, it's Pauline from Meet the Expats. Welcome to the first of a short series of Meet Emily in Paris episodes. Yeah, the show everyone has been ranging about, cringing about, and talking about either in good or in bad. So I watched the show with my Parisian eye. Yes, I'm French. I lived in Paris for seven years. I adore this city. And I'm going to deep dive into different topics or stereotypes that struck me in this show. Today for the first one, I am focusing on lifestyle and philosophy of life for the French. And this, of course, has to include food. So I hope you watch the show and let's go. A lifestyle and philosophy of life. The first thing that jumped at me, and this right in the first episode, is the smoking. I mean, come on, we are painted as non-stop smokers. Even ready to replace a meal with a cigarette? Never, never in a lifetime would that happen to a French. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the French definitely smoke, there's no question about that. But in proportion, we're not above average in Europe. I took a look at the stats, and in 2018, 32% of the population between 20 and 75 years old smoked, which isn't really alarming. The next piece, smoking in the office. Not possible. Since 2008, we in France are not allowed to smoke in closed public spaces like bars and restaurants. And in the office, that law dates way, way back. My grandfather is the only one in the family who had the privilege in his time to be allowed to smoke in the office. That's it. So the smoking in this show, definitely a myth. Next up, I wanted to focus a little bit on the food. It's so important for us. I mean, we are proud of our French gastronomy, and there are a couple of scenes that I want to talk about here. First, as I mentioned before, we would never skip a meal for a cigarette. <laughs> we like to eat too much. In the show, Emily sometimes buys a croissant or a pain chocolate. Au pain au chocolat. Those are two traditional French pastries that we generally have for breakfast. They are sold in every single boulangerie in the city and all over France. Are full of butter and just gorgeous. Definitely try them. If you make a trip to France, then there is the cake scene. <laughs> so Emily brings in a cake to work to sort of get back at her colleagues and this cake is shaped as a cock. So that type of cake actually does exist. It's called a cornu. Usually it doesn't come with the icing on top of it. But it's a traditional brioche from the Limousin region, generally baked around Easter. And it is shaped like that Looking into the symbolism of that, it is actually to rep represent masculinity, virility, and 
celebrate the god of fertility. So there is a meaning. <laughs> Next scene takes place in Gabrielle's restaurant. Emily and Mindy are having their first meal together, and the waiter brings Emily her steak, which is undercooked, according to her. First thing, yes, we tend to eat our red meat, rare or medium rare, and indeed, when you order, the waiter will always ask how you want it cooked. I know France versus Ireland, we generally undercook to what you ask. When I was in Ireland, I would usually ask for rare in order to have it according to my demand, medium rare. And so I guess there might have been <laughs> confusion there for Emily, who probably asked it to be medium and she received it rare or almost blue because we tend to not have exactly the same the same scale then there is one thing around her attitude where she decides to send back the dish without even tasting it so that is considered rude in france when a chef prepares a dish he would create it and cook it to perfection meaning when you receive the plate, normally you wouldn't have to add anything to it. So you wouldn't necessarily need to add salt or pepper. It is supposed to be eaten this way because that's where you would that's how you would find the best balance in terms of flavors. So it is considered rude if you add anything to your dish or decide to send back your dish without having tasted it before it is of course authorized to send back a dish but we strongly recommend that you taste before <laughs> and can actually explain why you're sending it back and why you don't uh, you don't like it this way moving on with our philosophy of life at some point mindy says no one judges you for doing nothing here and I think that is very true. We know how to, how to take our time and actually enjoy the present moment. Easy example is coffee to go is not really a thing here. What you do is you sit down at a terrace and sip your coffee, watch life happen on the street or eardrop on your neighbor's table. Yes, that's a thing, just like Fabian and Emily do at some point. Parisians do have a busy life, but I think they know how to stop and just have a bit of me time just to reflect on life. Talking about the busy life, the thing that surprised me in this show is that not once does Emily take the metro. Though, in a way, I sort of understand. I mean, try running down the stairs to catch a metro with those heels <laughs> you'd either fall off either break a heel i guess the city is decent size um but still not that big to get around people would generally take the metro buses city bikes city scooters you actually see one of those scooters when gabriel leaves the hotel bar and wants emily to leave with him i think taking public transport in in Paris does help you, one, understand the vibe 
of the city of like sort of how people live are they in a rush not in a rush relaxed and also the whole geography of the city when when talking about different places and saying trying to meet up with your friends people will talk in metro stops so they'll be saying oh i'll meet you at that at this restaurant it's in this neighborhood and when we say the neighborhood we generally call that neighborhood by the metro stop that is in that area or the closest to the restaurant so just looking at metro map and taking the metro sometimes just really helps you understand where different places are and where you are going one thing Mindy says about the metro that really made me laugh is how the metro stinks and yeah it can not everywhere uh, some some metro lines have been really modernized in the past few years and are super clean some aren't as glamorous and can be a bit scary but they don't usually stink because people didn't shower after sex it's a bit more sad than that it's um, generally because we do have uh, quite a few homeless people who stay overnight in um, in metro stations because, well, they're warm, <laughs> not because of the after-sex showers. The last little piece I want to talk about is around work. I will be focusing a lot more on work in Paris in the following episode, but this will be a nice little segue into it. And I thought it was very true. One of the guys at some point says, comparing Americans to the French, you guys live to work, whereas we work to live. That is true. Not that we don't take work seriously. I think we just still want to enjoy life and understand that there is something else to life than just working. And you can definitely see that in the number of holidays we have. I will go much deeper into the work side in the following episode, so stay tuned. Just to recap, smoking, a mesh, the food, everything in that was completely true. And then philosophy of life of the French take the time and the French know how to enjoy life and don't spend 100% of their time working. 100% true. I hope you enjoyed this first short episode around Emily in Paris and feel free to ask any questions around that on Instagram at meet the expats see you